Hey, hey, I'm Dan Whedon, and this is Unleashed the Podcast. In this episode, I'm narrating my February column for my sponsor, the Kitsap Sun. Many thanks to the Kitsap Sun for being a sponsor of my show. You can subscribe and get all of their information, news, resources on their website at www.kitsapsun.com. Additionally, please subscribe to Unleash the Podcast on unleashthepodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This month, I'm tackling the important topic of diversity, equity, and inclusion for your business with the emphasis on the word inclusion. I hope you enjoy. There is no doubt that 2020 will be remembered mostly for a calamitous global pandemic. However, as we all know, there were many other significant events and resulting awakenings that took place. One of them was the illumination of the issues surrounding diversity, equity, and inclusion. In the past nine months, companies and organizations of all sizes and industries have started, re-engaged, or reprioritized diversity, equity, and inclusion committees and working groups. In two of my professional associations, we started from scratch in an effort to educate ourselves, raise awareness, and create metrics for success moving forward. While all three words are meaningful, it seems to me that a lot of discussion and action surrounds the first two, diversity and equity. Don't get me wrong, the importance of assuaging the damage and pain done in these two areas is crucial for both healing and growth. To that end, if we don't engage in enabling inclusion, then all the rhetoric and best intentions are for naught. Inclusion is defined as the practice or policy of including all people and groups in activities, organizations, political processes, etc. I'd like to think of it as welcoming, inviting, empathetic, and accepting. It spans gender, race, faith, age, and physical ability. It's something that all businesses should not only embrace, but also assure that it becomes part of the culture. The failure of doing so will damage its reputation and render it an organization that no one will work for or do business with. Let's be clear. This isn't about the specious term political correctness. This is about right versus wrong, caring versus neglect, and good business versus bad business. The biggest mistake a CEO can make on this issue is that they are already inclusive. Inclusivity is an ongoing process of growth. It requires clear metrics and monitoring, and there must be a top-down leadership commitment to not allowing indifference and lethargy to creep in. Here are some areas where CEOs can seek out areas of improvement. Number one, how welcoming are you? 
Is your office compliant with the physical needs of any current or potential employee? Do you and your employees address people in a way that they want? As an example, see the rise of the pronouns he, him, and she, her in LinkedIn. Does your communication system work well for everyone regardless of ability and preference? Are new employees onboarded in a way that allows them to be welcomed by their coworkers? Number two, how do you hire and promote? Does your employment application or interview questions include any language or imply any bias? Do you automatically exclude, even if unconsciously, people because of their race, religion, gender, age, or physical appearance? Do you have a compensation package that is equitable for everyone? Do you promote solely based on merit and performance, or is the good old boys network still alive? Number three, how do people talk? Are insensitive jokes and banter allowed without correction or discipline? Everyone has the right to their personal views. Are these political and societal opinions allowed to be vented openly without awareness of how others may feel? Are microaggressions a conscious or unconscious part of the company culture? Microaggressions are defined as a term used for brief and commonplace daily verbal, behavioral, and environmental indignities, whether intentional or unintentional, that communicate hostile, derogatory, or negative attitudes towards stigmatized or culturally marginalized groups. Number four, inclusion in a virtual world. In many cases, we are no longer sitting or working next to someone. Do your employees feel engaged or neglected? Does every employee have the ability to work virtually without being concerned about personal cost or connectivity? Is everyone included in virtual meetings and, importantly, group events and team building? I've worked with countless small and medium-sized businesses over three decades. There was a time when almost all of these questions might be scoffed at or discarded as political correctness. This was particularly true of male-dominated industries. As a husband and a father of two women, I've been enlightened on the quandary of women in the workplace. Gender is only one segment of people who've not always felt or been included. Over the past 10 years, a change in attitudes has started. That being said, we know there are still many businesses that through inaction encourage employees to act and speak in ways that are hurtful to others. We know that there are still companies that discriminate in hiring, promoting, and paying salaries. And we know that small businesses are more at risk than ever due to increased education and awareness. In other words, those that strive to improve inclusivity will be lauded, and those that don't may lose their reputations. In the end, it always comes down to right versus wrong. We are dealing with humans who all share the same right to be treated fairly and with respect. That means becoming more accepting of gender-neutral language and acknowledgement of sexual orientation and preference. Being more empathetic and accommodating to, to those with physical disabilities 
seeking to understand and accept the plight and needs of black, indigenous, and people of color, BIPOC, and not standing for microaggressions in the workplace. Bottom line, regardless of the size of your business, you can improve DEI in your company with a thoughtful plan. Engage your employees and create a simple working group to meet regularly on the topic. This group can brainstorm ideas, develop a plan of action, implement the plan, monitor success, and make appropriate changes. By committing to consistent growth and development, your company will enhance its dedication to the employees, your business partners, and customers and clients. In fact, if we all do it right, someday diversity, equity, and inclusion will become part of the fabric of every company and community. I'm Dan Whedon, and this has been Unleashed the Podcast. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Pandora Podcasts. Please be safe, be healthy, be well, and above all, be unleashed.